Welcome to the Abundant Health Coach, where I help you stay calm in the chaos, where I help you go from burnout to success using the exact four-step process I used to quit my day job. Ready? Let's do this. On today's episode, I'm interviewing Andrea. Andrea and I met not too long ago in Halifax at an event that she was putting on. So I know a lot of us are scared to give away stuff for free or we're nervous of what to give away for free. I met Andrea at a free event and we're talking today about lead generation, how to turn cold traffic into hot paying customers and what makes her successful as a coach. And one of the things is asking the right questions. So listen up check out the show notes for a free workbook from Andrea and enjoy. Hello. Hey, Andrea, welcome. Thanks. I can hear you. Great. Can you hear me? Yes. Awesome. Okay. So we have about 25 minutes together and I'm so excited for you to be on the show and share with us your glory So our show show here is for coaches, for business owners, women in the industry, just like you and I, who are building their business and maybe they haven't felt success or maybe they're burnt out and they're scattered and they listen for inspiration. So one of the things that I love to do is get people like you on and share your story because what that does is that ignites fire in our listeners who have maybe never felt that for themselves. So we're going to jump right into it. And that's actually my first question for you is just to set us up and share with us a story from when you first felt like an abundant coach or an abundant business owner that you are today. So first off, thank you so much for having me. It was so great to meet you in person a couple weeks ago and to hear your story and about how you're helping people like just get better at managing their businesses and thinking about it with abundance, because I love the abundance mindset. Like I talk about that a lot too. So I just feel like we're two peas in a pod. And so I'm so happy to be here. And I will start off by when I felt abundant. So I have been coaching, I went to coaching school in 2015. And I had a bit of a rough start to launching my business. So um, I had a business partner, things didn't go that well. Um, I tried a few different directions. And then last January is where I felt abundance for the first time. And what happened was kind of the summer before that, I had read a magazine article about women in leadership, about how women are less ambitious than men. And around the ages of 30 to 40, there's a gap shows up between men and women. So what that means is that Um, less women are striving for promotion than men. And at the beginning of their careers, um, when they looked at ambition, striving for promotion, it was equal. So I read this article and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. This is not okay for me. And I posted something about LinkedIn on it. And a couple months later, a potential client reached out to me and said, hey, Andrea, I like what you're talking about. Can you do a workshop for... Uh, my professional association. And I said, sure. I still like, I wasn't focused on women's leadership at that point, but you know, a client comes, you are starting a business, you take that client and you do what you can to serve them. And I did, I put something, I made a workshop together, they promoted it. And 
a couple weeks before the client was like, Andrea, she, she originally asked me to present, do a workshop for 20 people. She said, Andrea, how many people can you handle? Like, what's the maximum? I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm like, I don't know, maybe 40. She said, okay. And then a week before she called me again and she said, Andrea, can you handle 60? And I said, okay. And then I got there to the event and there was 68 people there. And there was one woman waiting in the hallway, in the doorway saying, hey, if somebody's a no-show, um, can I come in? And that was the moment I was, I knew that I'm like, wow, I'm onto something and I could feel the potential. I could feel abundance. Amazing. And it is a feeling, right? And if I can ask you that feeling in the moment of when you felt that, that large number of people that you were influencing, what were those feelings that went through your body when you, maybe you stepped on stage and you looked at that many people, um, something that maybe you didn't expect right away when you signed up for that um, workshop or uh, agreed to doing it? What was that feeling when you stepped on stage and saw that? To be honest, I think, I don't think I allowed myself to feel in that moment. It was, I just need to deliver. I need to deliver the best possible workshop I can because this opportunity is here today. And if I want to build on this momentum, I need to use this as a stepping stone. So I didn't feel it until after. And it was this feeling like I can do, I can be so much bigger. I can make this so much bigger than I originally thought it could be. And for me, it was like, we're in Halifax, which is a small city. Um, I was like, wow, if I could fill a room in Halifax, I wonder where else I could fill a room. And that feeling that I could serve clients outside of my home city, magic feeling, um, that special feeling, that magic moment that I thought I felt. Yeah. And what's really neat is during times of business when we're maybe not feeling confident or we're questioning what we're doing or there's the lulls, that's a perfect tool to think back on to get your vibration up again. So just like we're using your story to inspire listeners that maybe have never felt that success, that's something I personally do is I, if I'm feeling low in my business or not sure what direction to go, I look back at those stories and storytelling really allows us to connect to emotionally to that experience and relive it. So um, that's amazing. And that was not too long ago. It was a year ago, really. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so what would you say to yourself before that happened or when you um, first started business and you weren't sure, because a lot of, like I said, a lot of listeners, they're not sure if this is the right direction or they've been doing it for six months and they're thinking about quitting or they've been doing it for five years and they're thinking of quitting. So some words of wisdom for yourself back in the day when maybe you wanted to quit or you weren't sure if you were cut out to be a business owner. Um, that would be awesome if you could share some, some words of wisdom. Yeah. So there was definitely a lot of moments and really even like two months before that workshop, there were some times where I thought about quitting. And to be honest, I actually applied for some jobs, some full-time jobs. Um, kind of, I think it was like November, December. And that workshop happened, I think in February, January, February. So it was really, um, that was a turning point for me. And I think looking back, it's just 
that idea of like you thought of something like you, Andrea, like you thought of a way that you could help people, like you've noticed a problem. And if you think there's something that needs to be done about that issue, or I think if you think there's a way that you can help people, um, just keep going. And the other thing is, is that you may not feel like you know everything, you may not feel like you are the expert, but nobody really is. And I think I would just tell myself, like, Andrea, just keep figuring stuff out. Keep being curious. Keep putting yourself out there. Keep taking risks because those are the things that actually work. Yeah. And I love that you said nobody is an expert and nobody knows exactly what to do. And that's, I can agree with that. My whole business journey has been experimenting and trying things out and then repeating things that work. So that's perfect segue for our next question. So one of my favorite things to do is to connect people with the right coach. So um, niching down, that's step two of the process I share. That's you, we've all heard that in the, in um, the process of becoming a coach, you really want to be specific on who you are and who you help. So just to get listeners up to speed and potential coaches that are maybe thinking about their own niche, share with us exactly who you are and who you help um, in that specific area so that, um, and your experience maybe around niching down, what's what that has done for your business, for your marketing, and if it's helped you to really connect with your ideal client. Yeah, that's a great question. And so I'm Andrea. So I'm a leadership coach. And what I do is I help companies to get more women into leadership positions. And I do that um, by helping individual women and groups of women to just be a little bit more ambitious and strive for that next step in their careers. And how I found this niche was it literally came from that LinkedIn post I talked about. Um, Because when I started, I would help any client I would take on anybody and that I was just hustling like I just wanted to make my business work I wasn't sure who I wanted to serve I actually resisted the idea of being a leadership coach focused on women because this is what so many women do I was comparing myself to other women that were doing that and I could see I'm like I'm not like them so this is that is not my niche I I need to be general. I just need to be more general and that's who I am. And then I had that moment where all of these women came to my workshop and they wanted to um, listen to what I had to say. And I kind of realized that wasn't women in male dominated and male dominated industry. So that was the aerospace industry. And then I realized, okay, there are a lot of women in this industry. Um, I wonder what other industries are like it. And then um, I thought about construction and that's kind of where I got my next big moment of feeling abundant was I kind of took that, that learning experience of kind of filling that room in Halifax and thinking, where else can I fill a room? Like what other cities could I fill a room in? And I ended up reaching out to a construction conference in San Francisco. And then I was invited to be a speaker there. And the same thing happened. Like all of these people came to the room and then I realized I'm like this is my niche like I need to help corporate women and the work that I do is relevant for anybody in a medium or large organization but where I intentionally go out and speak and go to conferences is for women in male-dominated industries because that has allowed me to focus and instead of 
just looking for to speak at any women's leadership event, it, it gives me focus and it helps me to get to know their industries and helps me just serve them better. Yeah. And, and we can really then become the experts in that one area and feel so much more confident in helping our clients, which from my experience is a huge roadblock for coaches is they don't feel confident in what they're teaching. So they hold themselves back. So if we can imagine so much easier to feel confident in a specific area than being a generalist or trying to help everybody with everything. Um, so I'm happy to hear that, that that's worked for your business and um, it's definitely worked for mine. And I love passing that message on because there's so much resistance around it, especially when we're coaches being trained in multiple industries or we have so many skill sets we want to teach on everything but often we end up helping no one or we can't get our business mm-hmm. off the ground so I'm happy to hear that focusing in and niching down works for you and then as we get a more authority in our industry we can branch out and become more general uh, but those starting stages the first two to five years of business really are about being specific on who you are who you help um And one of the other things that I love asking coaches and abundant coaches is um, about sales funnels. So we're all different and we compare, you know, we can compare ourselves to other business owners and I would love to hear your last sales funnel. So what I mean by that is how did somebody come to purchasing your product or coming to your event? Um, How did they go from maybe not knowing you to knowing you? Um, An example of that for me would be, through um, online, through Instagram. I use a lot of Instagram stories and Facebook and something that I really appreciate appreciate about you and know that your uh, strong suit is, is in-person relationships and referrals, which a lot of my clients will ask me, well, what if I don't like social media or what if I don't want to do social media? What's another way? So if you can share um, the last way a a client signed up or purchased um, for you. Yeah, so I was actually just in Toronto last week, and I did a workshop for a big company there. I actually did it twice on last Thursday and Friday. And how I got that client um, was through the conference in San Francisco. So I did a speaking engagement in San Francisco. It was a women's construction conference. And um, so I did the speaking engagement, and then I invited people to sign up for my mailing list. And they stayed in touch with me. And then they, they liked the workshop that I did at the conference. And then they asked me to come in and do a workshop at their company. And the cool thing about social media, and we had this conversation before, because I am just starting to embrace social media in my business. So I was really in person before. Um, and it was interesting. So they announced at an event that I was going to come and do a workshop. And the cool thing that happened was that there was some women in the audience that followed me on social media and they were excited that I was coming to their company. So even with my very small following on social media, people um, were paying attention and they got to know me a little bit and it actually helped me feel more confident going into this presentation because this was the first time I'm working with this company And having people already know me a little bit. So it's not, they're not a cold audience when I'm standing up there and I had them for the whole day. Yeah, and exactly. It is about getting people to like, know and trust us. And um, the next conversation that we're going to have is 
about that. So just like you and I didn't know each other and I came to a free event and then our relationship can build. So this is my next conversation and um, question that I want to talk about is lead generation. So a lot of the time we have opt-ins, free offers, our mailing list, um, free events. And I want um, to ask you about that because another roadblock that I see with my clients is they're scared to give stuff away for free. They're not sure what to give away for free. They're not sure. Um, basically they're nervous to give away their best stuff, that sort of thing. So if you could share with us your experience from offering free events, just like the one I came to, um, or I'm not actually sure if that one was, you offered that for free or not, but it was free to me to, to yeah. know you, um, share with us some, some of your free offers or lead generation, um, tools that you've used to convert clients so that they can get to know, like, and trust you to then, um, come to your events and start purchasing. Yeah. So that was free. That, that was totally free. So it's free to you. It was free from me, that event that, um, where we met. And so, yeah, the free event, it's like, it's the idea of like giving stuff away for free. And it's, the idea that they need to know you, they need to know what you're all about. And I feel like it's the idea that a lot of times people, they don't really know what they want, or they don't even know that you exist, and they don't know how you can help them. And especially with coaching, it's really hard to explain what it is. So people experiencing the kind of stuff that you can do, the kind of services that you offer is the best way of doing that and it works. And so I have to say, so that workshop is completely free. It's an hour workshop. I do have a free workbook that I do that I offer online to people and it's called reignite your ambition. And it's for people who are feeling like they're ready to take that next step in their careers and they don't really know where to start. So it is 15 pages of coaching questions and coaching exercises that people can go through on their own. And the one thing that I have learned, and I've learned this from myself, and I've learned this from working with clients, is when you have skin in the game, results become a lot bigger. So if anybody is listening and worried about giving stuff away for free, and then people not becoming your clients, it's the idea that when you pay for something, you pay attention. So... I find I give things away to people and when I follow up with them, like if they did every single thing in my free workbook, people would have like crazy, amazing results. Like they would be able to negotiate themselves a raise. They would be able to get themselves some more exposure. They'd be able to create more connections within their company. But if there's no accountability and there's no skin in the game, they're not really invested in themselves they don't always follow through on everything. So it's the idea that you give something away and then when it's time for somebody to be serious about it and they really, really want to take action, you can help them. And then when they're ready to invest in themselves, they will call you and then you can help them get those results. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And it is a lot of the time with with clients, it's, it's has nothing to do with our programs or our processes. It's that they're not ready yet. So if we can help them for free to get ready to be our ideal client with a workbook or increase their confidence that they can do it, because I've noticed that with 
my nutrition business, with my um, current business, it is, it's a lot of the time clients are nervous and they're scared to commit and they're scared to make changes. So if we can not only increase their confidence in us and our processes, but increase their own confidence, they can prove to themselves that they can do this. They're more likely to then keep going down the path. And um, I love that you have a workbook. That's what I do as well. And that's what years ago I had filled out a workbook online from some somebody from for free somewhere. And it was so transformational. And I use workbooks in all my coaching because it it is, you know, this just as well as I do. Coaching is asking the right questions. It's not teaching, which, you know, we're doing right now is we're educating, we're teaching, but coaching being an effective coach is asking the right questions, which a lot of coaches do not do. They want to educate. So, um, love that. And then the other thing that I want to pull from that is I heard you say a few, um, results that your client will get from filling that out. So this is the other thing with marketing is, with sales pages, with web copy, we really want to communicate effectively what transformation we're, we're taking our client through, what results, what problem we're solving. So um, you are a coach in a sea of coaches, which another limiting belief that coaches have is the market saturated, you know, what's different about me. So one of the things I love getting people to do is really focus on their strengths, their zone of genius, what's unique about them. So share with us what's unique about you and the transformation, uh, the process you take people from A to B, as well as the results your clients can specifically get, what problem you're solving. Okay, so what's unique about me? That is a really great question. And I think those couple years before I talked about that moment where I felt abundance, it was like, I was, I felt like I was in a sea of coaches. I felt like everybody was better than me. I I felt like I didn't really have anything to offer because I am really different. I didn't come into this world. A lot of people that do what I do, they come up either through working in human resources or they are retiring from their career and then they become a leadership coach. And I didn't do either of those. I worked in marketing. I had corporate jobs. I worked in the corporate world for 15 years before I came into coaching and I didn't have an HR background and I was not a retired executive. And I kept comparing myself to those people and thinking, I'm not going to be good enough. I can't compete against them because they know more than me. And then I realized that what I offer is, yeah, I worked just like my clients. I was you for a long time working in the corporate world. So I understand what it's like. And this idea that I'm not from HR is that I understand the business. I understand how to manage a, a P&L. I understand what drives business results and what's going to get people ahead. So I felt like I could own that as kind of like my zone of genius. And then my other zone of genius is my, you probably noticed this in when you came to the workshop is that I'm not really afraid to say things um, and call the elephant out. So that's kind of my zone of genius. And how I do that with people is I help them to really see the opportunity and I, ask them the hard questions and I make them answer them so that they can see that there might be an opportunity. It might be right in front of their face, but right now they can't see it and they're not taking that tiny little baby step forward to grab it. So that's kind of what I do. And that's my magic. Yes. And I love it. I witnessed you do that in the workshop and um, that 
pivotal point where um, the client can basically, you know, say they're going to do it with it's, it's open-ended. You, you asked back, okay, like what exactly? And by when, and that I just like made my heart sing. I was like, yes, that's amazing (laughs) because it took somebody from, you know, a nice to have idea that's going to get lost and, you know, washed out to actually creating those results um, in a short period of time. So yeah, it's about the questions and, um, for sure, that's the thing that shined and stood out to me when I saw you working your magic is the questions that you were asking were, were amazing. And um, so what do you have coming up um, online and in person? And I'm going to put everything in the show notes, your free workbook and um, your, your website, everything. Um, but what do you have coming up in person online if we have global listeners um, and then Halifax friends as well? Um, so online, I am going to be launching the second round of my online program in January. So it's called Reignite Your Ambition. And it's for women who are ready to take that next step in their career. So they're looking to get a promotion. They're looking to feel more fulfilled. They're looking to be challenged. They're looking for really just to be a little bit more ambitious um, in their career. So that's going to be starting in January. Um, I have a free workbook, which you can download on my website. So it's andreajansen.com. So it's A-N-D-R-E-A-J-A-N-Z-E-N.com. And you can find me on LinkedIn, on Facebook and Instagram, all under my name, Andrea Jansen. Awesome. And before we wrap up, I want to talk about that branding with your name, because uh, that's another roadblock people I work with. They're so nervous about what do they call their business and the legal and all of that. So I always encourage brand with your name. You can file under your personal taxes for, you know, the first year or two, and you don't have to worry about a business name and all of that. So share with us your experience with branding with your name. So that's, it's funny. I, um, it was literally, I kind of had a different business and I kind of stepped that was not branded with my name. I stepped away from that. And I kind of was like, okay, I need to get going. What am I going to call this? And I just, I was overwhelmed by the options. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to call this. I'm just going to register andreajansen.com and go. And that's where I'm at now. And I feel like it was a really smart decision because people buy my personal brand. People connect with me as the person, me as the coach. So just keeping it really simple, um, it works. Yeah. And it is an industry best practice. Absolutely. In coaching to just use your name. Hands down, I would agree with that. And I'm so happy to hear that you would agree as well. And it is um, so many things that, that limit coaches from moving forward are these silly little things that become huge deals in our heads and big stories that can be easily fixed like taxes so many people are so scared and nervous and have this icky energy around filing taxes when in reality all that it is 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 you know um, keeping track of your gross income and keeping track of your expenses so that's what I love helping coaches do is really simplify and Another thing is websites. People will be, I had, I knew someone who paid for a website for multiple years and never launched it. So um, yeah, hands down, uh, brand with your name. And I would agree with that. So thank you so much for joining. Um, I'm excited to get this live and I'll put everything in the show notes, link up to your website and uh, we'll be chatting soon.
Yeah, awesome. So thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. No problem. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. I'm Steph, and I help you go from burnout to success using the exact four-step process I use to quit my day job. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and comment below. Give us your feedback. If you haven't done so already, come on over to our free community group, Work Smarter, Not Harder, on Facebook. We'll see you on the next episode.